you've probably spent tons of hours insert inefficiency in your life. You've heard the style of rhetoric used in countless ads. This is part two of our ethos, pathos, and logos mini series. When advertising or marketing, people will most likely question your authority if you speak on a topic without deeply connecting with them. In the last episode, we talked about ethos, which is when you establish your credibility. Pathos is about establishing a connection. It's more emotional. Even if someone knows that you're speaking the truth, they will try to find flaws in your ad or argument or marketing message if they don't feel an emotional connection. We're just wired to be skeptical and not trust everything we're told. You don't want that. It hurts your conversions. With pathos, you can bypass this human tendency to question. If you use pathos correctly, you'll connect with your audience, feel the same emotions, and in the end, influence them to act on your appeal. Pathos is a rhetorical device. It appeals to the emotions of the audience. This is frequently used in advertising campaigns to evoke feelings in order to change people's minds or behaviors. You can create pathos using emotions, especially storytelling, like anger, humor, sadness. Pathos is a Greek word. It means both suffering and experience. So advertisers often use pathos to appeal to the audience's emotions, like making them feel sorry for the subject. They might also make their audience feel angry towards something, so they're motivated to take action. Here are some examples you've probably seen in advertising. Think Super Bowl. Adorable polar bears drink a Coke. This is for happiness. Cuddly kittens need a home. Sadness or pity. A little boy loses his mom to smoking. Pity, maybe anger. Advertisers use pathos by making the audience feel what they want them to feel, whether it's humor or anger or any other emotion. In rhetoric, Aristotle defined pathos in terms of a public speaker putting the audience in the right frame of mind by appealing to their emotions. And he further defined emotions as states of mind that involve pleasure and pain, which in turn influence our perceptions. This gets into brand. The key is to make the audience resonate with the feelings of you as the speaker or advertiser or person putting out a message. However, Plato, Aristotle's predecessor, had his own viewpoint on pathos. He believed the persuasive technique should be used cautiously because if it's used without much thought, it could do more harm than good. It could be manipulative in a negative way, and that wouldn't be right, so don't do that. Bottom line, pathos relies on the fact that people want to be seen and understood. If someone knows their pain points or their desires, if that person is resonating on an emotional level, you can gain their trust. You can show that you've been in their shoes, whether it's a problem that you've also handled or you share desires, like you have the same aspirations toward the future, and that makes the audience trust you more. So think about how you can use pathos in your marketing messaging if you're not already doing it. Tune back in for part three when we talk about logos. Make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast, whether you are listening in your favorite podcast app or as an Alexa flash briefing, which is hands-free. Easy one-click links to subscribe, rate, and review are at emilybinder.com slash podcast. Talk to you next time. Hey!